0: of what you know is right. There's a lot of people anymore that know the truth, but they're not living it. And uh, it's, there's more to the truth than one God, in Jesus' name, baptism, and holiness. Amen. There's a lot of attitude involved, a lot of lifestyle involved, a lot of spirit involved, a lot of motivation and intention involved. The Bible says that to everything... To everything there is a time and a season to every purpose. Amen. There is a time and a season to everything and to every purpose. And so it's imperative that whatever season it is and whatever time it is, that we're in alignment with that in the Spirit Naturally speaking, how many knows that you can get in some pretty serious trouble with the law if you're doing something out of season? Amen. You got to be in season. You got to be in time. Amen. We are a society uh, that is bound and operated. By time, not just a society, but a creation. God is above time, but he works in time. For when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law. And so when it's time to have revival, we want to have revival. When it's time to worship, we want to worship. When it's time to consecrate, we want to consecrate. When evangelism and outreach and burden and passion is in season, that's what we want to be doing. We don't want to be out of step or out of sync with the Spirit of God because that's how He operates. And if God is not doing it, it will not get done. All you will do is be frustrated. I was praying yesterday and. God was dealing with me about some of these principles and concepts and the scripture came to my mind that, um, first of all, the prophet was caught up in the mountain and the Lord, it was obvious, was going to speak to him. And he said, there came a wind, but the Lord wasn't in the wind. It came a great earthquake, there came a fire, but the Lord was not in these And then there came a still, small voice. Amen. That was how God chose to speak that particular time. Sometimes he is in the wind. And if you're listening for a still, small voice and God's in the wind, you're going to miss God. Sometimes he is in the fire. Amen. And if you've just come to, to church to be shaken, You're going to miss God because he's moving in a different way than how you are in tune with. Amen. If he's in the wind, let's let it blow. If he's in the fire, let's let it burn. If he's in the earthquake, let's let it shake. If he's in the still small voice, let's let him speak but let's not miss God regardless however he wants to move or work or operate. Amen. In conjunction, the Bible says that except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build. Amen. Elder, if God's not doing it, you can't do it by yourself except the Lord build, they labor in vain that build. And except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. If God is not your defense, if God is not keeping, if God is not protecting, it doesn't matter what you see coming or how much warning you have. It meant God has got to be doing it uh, for anything substantial or worthwhile to be done. So I want us to, he meant shrug off and cast away all our preconceived notions tonight. God has come uh, to help this church be what God uh, planned you to be uh, from the beginning. And you think sometimes that you got it all figured out uh, and this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to stay busy. uh, And you never took time to check to see uh, if that was what God was doing. Amen. And you're just spinning your wheels and wasting your time. Well, I'm building. You're laboring in vain if God's not building. We've got to get the Holy Ghost involved. We've got to get God involved with what we're doing. You say, well, I don't have anything to do with that. You have everything to do with that. Amen. Surrender and submit and yield to his presence and invite his presence. Hallelujah. We don't want God standing on the outside uh, wanting to get in when we're on the inside doing our own thing uh, but not getting one thing accomplished in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. I'm convinced that Laodicea had really good singing. They probably had a really nice facility on a good location Mm -hmm. and a nice piece of property. Amen. They thought to themselves, we're rich, we're increased with goods, we don't need anything. They looked good, they had it all together. It was the place to be in Laodicea, but there was a big problem. It was the place to be, but God wasn't in it. Amen. And he said, I'm on the outside and I'm asking, would somebody please just let me in? Amen. Would you open up the door and let me come in uh, and I'll sup with you. Uh, we'll have fellowship uh, and you won't be wasting your time. Amen. Well, I'm, 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 uh, I'm butting up against something here right now. You're wanting God to sign on to your agenda. Amen, and it's your responsibility to sign on to God's. You're wanting God to bless what you're doing, Uh, amen, and the blessing of what you're doing comes uh, when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, When you are in season, uh, you'll be blessed. Uh, When you're in time, uh, you'll be blessed. Uh, When you're in conjunction, uh, amen, you'll be blessed, and God will favor and honor your work, I know I haven't read a scripture yet, but this is what this church needs to hear tonight. Let's lift our hands tonight and let's praise him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Kanda lo mo shantala bahaya. The name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. The of the Lord. Thank you. Praise God. It's time to do something tonight. I said there is something that's in season. There is a vein of the Spirit tonight that we can tap into. I am convinced, thank you, Pastor Riggin, for what you said about every time we come to the house of the Lord. Amen. Did you hear your pastor say that just a few moments ago? If we'll prepare ourselves and align ourselves and attune ourselves, God will work every time. We'll hear a from heaven every time. Amen, how? How do I get in alignment? How do I get in tune? If my people, which are call by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Can you say praise the Lord? Amen, if you'll stand with me tonight. Turn to 1 Kings chapter 3. Thank you, Elder Riggin, for the opportunity and the liberty, and uh, I'm I'm really concerned tonight about every one of these services, and uh, my wife is concerned, and God is concerned, and a lot of you are concerned, but... I'm imploring you tonight. You know whether or not you are concerned. And if you're not, would you please get that way in a hurry? Amen. God's got something he wants to do for you, in you, with you, and through you. Amen. But he can't do it without your permission. Amen. You've got to open the door. You've got to recognize the time. Jesus wept over the city and he said there's things coming that, that didn't have to come. Amen. But the reason that it was going to come was why you didn't know the time of your visitation. It was time for something to happen and you didn't let it happen. Amen. I, I hope you're not just nodding just to get me to go on tonight. I don't feel that this is what I'm to preach about tonight but I feel like it is a very important principle and concept and until you get this, anything else I do I'm wasting both mine and your time tonight. You have got to understand that whatever it's time to do, regardless if I want to do it or not, regardless if I agree with it or not, regardless if I understand it or not, if that is what time it is in the Spirit, then it's my responsibility to get in alignment, amen, and get in the yoke and get in the vein and get in the groove. This is not your church. This is the church of Jesus Christ. It's his name, his word, his blood, his desire. It's his heaven. The church is his bride. Hallelujah. You're going to have all the God that you want to have tonight, but you'll get more than you can comprehend if you'll just get in alignment with God tonight. Throw out your plan. Throw out your agenda. Throw out amen, what you think of Friday night revival service ought to be. There's something uh, that's in season in the spirit tonight. Uh, there's something uh, that's flowing in the spirit tonight. Uh, amen, and you have got the purpose in your heart to, to find that vein uh, and tap into it. Amen. Verse 16 of 1 Kings 3. Then came there two women that were harlots unto the king and stood before him. The one woman said, "O oh my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house, and I was delivered of a child with her in the house. It came to pass the third day after that I was delivered that this woman was delivered also, and we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house, save we two in the house. And This woman's child died in the night because she overlaid it she wasn't in alignment with the time she was acting like there was no baby when there was a baby and the baby died mike test 1 2 i said there was something in the house that was dependent upon her for its survival She was acting like it was just her and what was dependent upon her for its survival did not survive. She overlaid it. And she arose at midnight and took my son from beside me while thine handmaid slept and laid it in her bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom. When I rose in the morning to give my child suck, behold, it was dead. But when I had considered it in the morning, behold, it was not my son which I did bear. The other woman said, nay, but the living is my son and the dead is thy son. And this said, no, but the dead is thy son and the living is my son. Thus they spake, before the king. Then said the king, the one saith, this is my son that liveth and thy son is the dead and the other saith, nay, but thy son is the dead and my son is the living. The king said, bring me a sword and they brought a sword before the king and the king said, divide the living child in two and give half to the one and half to the other. Notice verse 26, then spake the woman whose the living child was unto the king. For her bowels yearned upon her son, and she said, O my Lord, give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. But the other said, Let it be neither mine nor thine, but Divide it. Amen. I made up tonight with this phrase that I read in verse 26. Then spake the woman whose the living child was unto the king. Then spake the woman whose the living child was unto the king. It was time for something to happen. And mama had to step up and do what it was time to do. Amen, I preach tonight, it's time to cry before the king. It's time to cry before the king. Let's lift our voices to God tonight. Lord, I love you. In the name of Jesus, God, I need divine intervention tonight. I need supernatural grace, God. God, I stand in opposition to every spirit of opposition and hindrance tonight. God, I oppose in Jesus' name what opposes your will. I plead the precious blood of the Lamb. I pray, God, that not only upon me, but upon uh, this whole congregation tonight, Lord, that the Spirit of God would have recourse. The power of God would work in this place tonight. Amen. Somebody shout in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated tonight. Amen. If you have any understanding of the Word, and the ways of God at all, you understand very plainly that we have an adversary. Bible declares that our adversary is the devil. Your adversary is not your pastor. Your adversary is not your family. Your adversary is not those that you work around or your neighbors. I know that these people that I have named are all a part of the human race. And when you get humanity involved, it's not always going to be easy or pleasant or smooth. The Bible said that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Amen. Our opposition is not these and others that I have named tonight. But we do uh, wrestle. I want to encourage and admonish uh, somebody tonight in this place. Just because uh, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood uh, doesn't mean that we're not in uh, an opposition situation. Just because we're not warring uh, against one another doesn't mean that we're not in a warfare Amen. I've known and I've witnessed and I've experienced through observation people. Amen. That the only way they know how to survive is in a conflict. They go from one dilemma to another, from one tragedy to another. Amen. That's how that they live their life. And if there's not some tragedy or dilemma to deal with, they'll create one because that is normal for them. That's the only way they know how to live is in a constant state of turmoil confusion, aggravation frustration in opposition that that's just life to them and they don't know how to live any other way. And those are the kind of people that you can preach a revival. Amen. And nothing ever changes. Amen. And you can come back later. Amen. And the same people are sitting at the same spot doing the same thing. Existing in the same way. Not doing anything for God. Not making any contribution in the kingdom because they've never gotten over the flesh. Can I preach to somebody tonight we do not live from dilemma to dilemma. We do not live from tragedy to tragedy. We do not live from conflict to conflict. But the Bible said we go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. Hallelujah, there's a better way to live for God than always being in an argument with your family. There's a better way to live for God than always being crossways with spiritual authority. Hallelujah. Well, I'm preaching to somebody tonight. Amen. You need to get in alignment with the will of God. And it's not the will of God to be in opposition to this pulpit. It's not the will of God. Amen. To fight against the will of God. Well, somebody say praise the Lord. Amen. Our adversary, the devil. Uh, our adversary, the devil. Uh, our adversary, the devil. Uh, if you would take half the energy uh, that you exercise dealing uh, with all of your self made dilemmas and problems and conflicts, uh, amen, and focus that uh, on conquering your real adversary, uh, there would be a realm of victory. Uh, there would be a dimension of faith. Uh, there would be an unction uh, of Holy Ghost power uh, that you would experience. Experience, uh, amen, it's not a lack of energy. Uh, you're just pointing in the wrong direction. Hallelujah. You'd have peace in your home. Amen if you would not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness and high places. Come on. God's trying to give somebody a revelation right now. You don't like what I'm saying because I'm right where you're living. I don't have anything against you. But you're not in agreement with the will of God. You're not in alignment with the spirit. You are in opposition to the word of God. And you need the grace of God and God can't put his grace on what's opposed to his word and if you purpose to focus all of your energies on the realm of the flesh God can't put his grace on that because there's something else working that you refuse to see Well, you don't know what my husband said to me this morning. Well, no, I don't know what he said, but I probably know why he said it. Come on, somebody. Probably a buffeting spirit. Probably some spiritual opposition. Probably something sent from hell to distract you. Because it works every time. All somebody has to do is look at you crossways. And that's how you get in your attitude, crossways. Come on, somebody. Amen. Don't just listen with your ears. Listen with your heart tonight. Receive, amen, the word of God tonight. Amen. There is a supernatural visitation and manifestation that God wants to show this church tonight amen and you'll experience it if you'll receive the word of the Lord I feel to tell somebody what the prophet told the man on whose hand the king leaned and when the prophet said something's about to change around here tomorrow about this time everything is going to be different tomorrow about this time the famine will be over tomorrow about this time everything amen the landscape is going to look completely different amen and some noise all popped up and said well uh, if the Lord were to make windows in heaven might this thing be Uh, and a man of God whirled around and told uh, that smart aleck know it all uh, you're going to see it uh, but you won't taste it Amen, you'll witness uh, others getting it, uh, but you won't get it for yourself because you didn't receive it. Uh, I'm telling you, I don't care how outlandish uh, the word of God sounds, uh, how unbelievable what I'm saying uh, sounds tonight. Uh, If you'll open up your spirit, uh, come on, Virgin Mary, uh, understand how can these things be how can this happen sir I'm a virgin virgins don't have babies but be it me according to thy word I don't understand it but I receive it I can't comprehend it I don't understand the dynamics of it but if there's a word from heaven I receive it come on somebody mix the word of God with faith this is my word from God this is my touch from heaven this is my hand of God You're focusing on the wrong target. You're snapping off the leaves of the weed instead of digging up the root of the issue. And the root of it is we've got a spiritual situation involved here. The problem is somebody hadn't prayed through. Problem is somebody is not submitted to God. Oh my Lord. Amen. James said, submit yourselves therefore to God and resist the devil. And he will flee from you. You cannot effectively resist your adversary without First of all, submitting to your authority. Amen. Don't tell me how much you hate the devil unless it's evident how much you love God. Come on, somebody amen don't tell me uh, you hate sin uh, if you don't first love him Uh, come on love is the issue Uh, amen no wonder God had me uh, deal with what I dealt with last night Uh, amen now I'm starting to see the picture Uh, now I'm starting to see uh, more clearly Uh, I'm telling if you get your affections right uh, amen if you get your devotion right uh, if you get your passion right uh, come on if you submit to God uh, if you fall in love for Jesus if you'll surrender to his will his plan, his purpose and his heavenly divine agenda even your prayers of rebuke to the spirit of hell will be effective but you can't resist the devil until you first submit yourselves therefore unto God Yo, come on, what this man says to you uh, in this pulpit uh, and in his office. Uh, it's not food for thought. Uh, it's not another opinion. Uh, it's not something to go home and think about. Uh, it's a word of God to you. Uh, and if you're not in alignment with it, uh, amen, don't expect uh, to be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. You don't have any bullets in your gun. Your ammunition has been struck your arsenal has been robbed come on you gotta submit before you can resist men don't expect that little darling to jump every time you snap your fingers when she comes to church with you and sees you sitting there like a bump on the log do you have for someone to submit to you when you're not in submission to your authority well I'm just not the emotional kind don't lie to yourself you're very emotional your problem is is like a lot of other things you've got your emotions attached to the wrong things you're emotional about money You're emotional about hobbies. You're emotional about possessions. You're like Jacob. You've named your household, amen, over your stuff. When they settled on their journey, the Bible said they came to the place and they named it Succoth, which means basically cattle pens. They could have named that place a lot of things. They could have named it God's been good to us. They could have named it God has provided and protected us. They could have named it we're on our way to, a better place but no it was all about his stuff it was all about what he had that was what he was to himself and therefore to everybody around him come on somebody amen get the attention off yourself amen and turn your affections amen to the heavenlies I'll lift up mine eyes to the hills from which cometh my help my help cometh in the name of the I love every one of you in this place tonight but I am doing what you should have been doing already I'm dealing with the spirit There's a spirit uh, that's working against your marriage. Uh, There's a spirit uh, that's working against your home. Hallelujah. Come on, I don't know it all, but I know what I'm feeling right now. Uh, Amen, I'm doing battle. Uh, Amen, for somebody's soul tonight. Uh, I'm doing battle for somebody's sanity tonight. Uh, I'm doing battle for somebody's, uh, amen, sanctity tonight. Uh, Come on, somebody. Uh, You've got to have an ear to hear what the spirit says. Uh, Amen, I'll fight hell Uh, Amen with a bucket of water if I have to and I'll go all by myself if that's what it requires but why don't you go with me I'm fighting for you tonight I'm fighting for your family I'm fighting for your home I'm fighting for your children I'm fighting for your marriage so many things hear me tonight there's so many things that God wants to do for every one of you but God's hands are tied because of your skewed priorities you want others to do what you refuse to do yourself There's a principle in Scripture that what you reap is what you sow. There's consequences to your actions. Paul said to the church, follow me as I follow Christ. He said, I'm not asking you to do anything that I'm not doing myself. Don't just follow me because I am following someone else, but follow me as I follow Christ. It could be interpreted. Why don't you put the same energy, focus, passion, emotion, drive, concern, and desire, amen, into following my leadership, amen, as I am to following the Lord's leadership. In other words, I'm not going to make the pastor do it all by himself. My pastor's not going to follow Jesus more vehemently than I'm following him. My pastor, amen, is not going to worship more than I'm going to worship. He's not going to sweat more than I'm sweating. He's not going to try any harder than I'm trying. Come on, somebody. Amen, you've got a good example in this church. I said there's plenty of passion in this pulpit. There's plenty of energy and desire and passion and prayer sacrifice and kingdom mindedness amen but I'm preaching to somebody tonight and unfortunately more than one somebody amen you look behind that pulpit and you see it on display and you think to yourself well I'm so blessed because I've got such a good man of God I've got such a good example amen I'm preaching tonight it's not enough to have a good one if you're not doing something with it amen come on somebody amen don't let him worship by himself Don't let him exercise faith by himself. Amen. Don't make him fight hell by himself. Come on, follow him as he follows Christ. Come on, he's showing you how to be a gentleman. Amen, follow him. He's showing you how to treat a wife. Follow him. He's showing you how to have a prayer life. Follow him. He's showing you how to live consecrated. Follow him. He's showing you how to be kingdom-minded. Follow him. Seek you first the kingdom of heaven. Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. If you would reorganize and refocus your priorities, all the stuff you're trying to accumulate and possess, would be a whole lot easier to obtain when you stop trying to accumulate it. And you focus that energy and affection, and attention on God. Let's lift our hands together. I'm asking everybody to cooperate tonight. Please, if you're in this place and understand what I'm saying, would you please open your heart? Open up your mouth. Use your voice tonight. In Jesus' name come on would you put forth a little I'm not asking for a whole lot all I asked you to do was to raise your hands and open your mouth and you refuse to do that after I've preached my heart for the last 15 or 20 minutes after it's obvious that I've tapped into the vein of the spirit and you're going to sit there and open rebellion amen come on I've got your best interest in mind I'm trying to save your life. I'm fighting for your soul tonight. Please don't let me be more concerned about your soul than you're concerned about it yourself. Come on. Hey Amen. That's that that that's not toughness that you're showing uh, that's, uh, that's foolishness uh, on display uh, when a man of God uh, is under the anointing of the Holy Ghost uh, and God is putting his word in his mouth uh, and there's undeniable witnesses Amen uh, of heavenly confirmation it's foolish to not respond it's foolish to not align it's foolish come on somebody Amen. I'm asking you again Would you please make a contribution? Would you make a deposit? Amen. Would you please put forth an effort tonight? (laughs) Hayya na no no ya na na ma hakata labu <laughs> shata ha hallelujah. Amen. I've come to preach tonight. It's not time to keep you quiet. It's not time to be silent. It's not time to be calm, cool, and collected. There's too much at stake. There's too much on the line. There's too much in danger tonight concerning this congregation. It's time to cry before the king. It's time to get passionate. Come on the woman who's the living child spake before the king for her pals yearned for her son she got a revelation that this church needs to get tonight if I keep my mouth shut my baby's gonna die amen if I just be polite and kind amen my baby's gonna die what God amen has gifted me Come on, God has gifted this house with life. But if you don't do what it's time to do, what has worked before will work again. well I'm just not the spiritual kind well it's time to change I'm just not the passionate kind it's time to change even there's something that's dependent upon your energy there's something that's dependent upon your passion there's something that's dependent upon your desire before the throne of God come on I'm telling you what time it is I'm declaring to you what's in season tonight amen it's intercession season it's travail season it's prayer time it's hungry for God time it's time to cry before the This is not the first baby that's been born in this house. This is not the first opportunity that this house, that this church has been afforded. Amen. But there's a spirit in the past that's still hanging around the edges. The adversary said it worked before. I'll get them distracted. I'll get them sidetracked. Amen. I'll get them focused on something else I'll get them consumed with their own pleasures and what God gifted them will be suffocated and that infant revival will die spake the woman uh, whose the living child was Uh, oh my lord uh, whatever it takes uh, don't let it die Uh, whatever has to happen uh, keep it alive come on uh, it's time to cry Uh, it's time to pray Uh, it's time to reach Uh, it's time to be concerned Uh, it's time to turn up the passion level Uh, it's time to ramp up uh, your desire in the spirit is a sad state of existence. Amen. That takes the lives of too many infant babies. And it's called failure to thrive. I'm telling you, there is a spirit, amen, of that same thing. Amen. Too many revivals. Amen. Have withered away. Amen. Because of failure to thrive. Amen. Too many prayer meetings. Amen. Have grown silent. Too many churches have grown cold. Amen and too many anointings have been aborted because of failure to thrive. And all uh, that's necessary, uh, all that's required uh, is for you to do uh, what it's time to do. Uh, and it's time to cry. Uh, it's time to pray. Uh, it's time to hunger and thirst uh, after righteousness. Uh, it's time to be spiritually minded. Uh, it's time to get your mind on the Lord. Uh, it's time to realize uh, there's a contribution uh, I can make. Uh, there's a prayer uh, I can pray. Uh, there's a worship. Uh, I can offer, there's something I can do. come on amen don't just get in the same position and posture you always do amen if you're not careful all you'll get done is all that ever gets done come on kneel at this altar in a different way amen if you always put your amen face in your hands get it out of your hands if you always kneel on a certain man's side, amen, kneel differently. Hey, come on, somebody. I'm asking you, don't just do get out of your routine. Get out of your rut. Amen. There's something more that's required. Amen. What you always do is not enough. I said, what you always do is not enough. What you always do is not enough. Amen. Being polite's not enough. Just being. My God, just being in the king's court is not enough. Being in the presence before the king is not enough. Even standing, kneeling before the throne is not enough. It's time to cry before the king. Thank you. God for what he's doing in Africa through your pastor's leadership. But if you're not careful, what God is using your pastor to do will become a distraction. And you'll think your sole purpose in the kingdom is to facilitate, amen, an Africa revival. Amen. When all around you, souls in Johnson County, Kansas, are going to hell in a handbasket because you've gotten distracted. You're a part of that. But that's not all you're a part of. He's called you into the kingdom. For such a time as this. Amen. Yes, to help facilitate it. But not just that. Amen. There's Bible studies to teach, there's doors to knock, there's prayers to pray, there's souls to reach. I speak with a burdened heart. If you don't start doing more, there's going to be another funeral to attend. There's going to be another baby die in the house. And this baby is going to die the same way the last one did. It's going to die from neglect. you've been afforded